Welcome to the podcast of Unity Fort Worth. In it, you'll hear this week's message and meditation. If you'd like to hear and see the complete service, you can always find it at unityfortworth.org or on the Unity Fort Worth Facebook page. Unity Fort Worth focuses on positive and practical Christianity with a willingness to explore the entire world of religion and spiritual thought. Unity Fort Worth streams live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Thanks for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. So, um, interesting topic. And what I always love is when I prepare something and I don't even look at the absolute word, and then, oh, that makes a lot of sense, Viktor Frankl. <laughs> it's not the same quote that's being used, but it's a different one, but from the same person. Some of you may know Viktor Frankl as being a Holocaust survivor. This is really how he learned what he then later developed into logotherapy, an existential uh, approach to therapy, because he realized something very important, that true freedom is always available to us. And today I want to talk a little bit about that, how this works, and how we can find freedom in God. So he's saying between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. So guess what that space is? Any guesses? It's a three-letter word. God, right? So God is that space. And we have a chance that when we are stimulated, triggered, we have a chance to connect with God before we respond. And every time when we remember to connect with God, with the Christ self, our response is likely to be different. Because as we remember who and what we truly are, we get in touch with some of those wonderful qualities that we often seek in ourselves and others. So that's why it helps to find that space before we do something. So, Today's affirmation, I'm going to extend it a little bit from the um, absolute word. Instead of just saying, I am free, let's say, I am free and unlimited. Let's say this together. I am free and unlimited. You also notice that the I am is capitalized. When we do that in unity, we actually reference what we call the I am, which again is another word for God, but it's also another way of re responding or connecting with God because it comes from the Hebrew scriptures, from the story when God was talking out of the burning bush to Moses and God revealed his true name, his, her, its true name. I am that I am. It's a very foundational idea in unity because we believe with that, God let us know that God and us can never be separate. I am that I am. 
So to actually say I am in the capitalized sense is to claim that God self. I am as God, free and unlimited. There's scriptural, I would say, evidence, or in this particular scripture, we actually get a hint how we are supposed to find freedom. The last two weeks, I was talking about how to effectively communicate with God. And if you have been watching online or were here, or hopefully you caught up with them, you understand it makes it's very important how we communicate, right? First of all, in unity, we don't believe in separation. We don't believe the traditional model of God being separate from us. Instead, we believe in complete oneness. God cannot be separate from us. We cannot be separate from God. We actually believe that a lot of the scriptures are pointing toward that truth, And you see here one of those scriptures. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, if you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Right? Let's unpack this a little bit. Word. Charles Fillmore, our co-founder, he describes the word when John is using word In his gospel, he's meaning something very specific. And those familiar with Eastern philosophies and traditions may actually recognize something here. God, in his capacity as creative power, and includes all the potentialities of being. We often refer to God as principle, as infinite potential and possibility. That's what it is, right? When we tap into our God self, we are tapping into infinite potential and possibility. The word here, the way it's used in scripture, especially in John, is the creative power. Who knows a little bit about chakras? I'm pretty sure most of you would. So which chakra do we use when we speak? Throat chakra, right? So the throat chakra around here is so significant, not only in the Eastern philosophies and traditions, but also in the Western, because through the throat, through the word, we are creating. That's why I've been doing these exercises with you, because I wanted you to start to understand that in order for your God power to be moving, You need to be willing to say it. And not only is the word important, but also the feeling that comes with the word. That truly creates, comes out of the primal sound of OM. We can chant OM in many different ways, but the more feeling we can put into OM, the primal sound, the more power it goes along with it. The same happens here with with the word. And if you look at John chapter 1, the first five verses, that's how John, the, the apostle John, introduces Jesus, introduces 
the role of the Christ in our lives. He starts with that word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So we're recognizing that there is an extremely important message that comes along with word. What we say is powerful. Have you ever hurt someone with just one or two words? Right? Few? I certainly have. Have you ever blessed someone with one or two words? Have you ever told someone you love them with just one word? Right? There's power behind it much more than we often think. What also is written is, all things came into being through him. Now, we can see this as God. We can also see this as Christ. All things came into being through him, and without him, not one thing came into being. Okay? If we see that John is referencing Christ here, what this means is that the word that we speak with feeling is important, but we also have the importance of Christ energy. Remember, we don't believe that Jesus was just one person who was blessed with a lot of good stuff, and we're all doomed. We don't believe that. We believe that we all have the capacity to step into the footsteps of Christ and many other wayshores who have given us so many gifts as they were walking the earth. So then we can go further. So we now have the idea of word being relevant when we create. We know from the first, the main scripture for today, it's through that word that we attain truth, and through that truth we are being set free. Here are some other uh, important words that are highlighted. One is disciples. Disciples are active spiritual thoughts. In the story, Jesus is talking to his disciples. But when we interpret the, the, the scripture metaphysically, it's our own self-talk. We are getting in touch with our Christ energy by looking at our spiritual active thoughts. And I would always add feelings. It's thoughts and feelings, spirituality. That's important here. Truth means the absolute, that which accords with God as divine principle. So there's our little t truth, right? The truth that we perceive, the truth that we recognize as in our own lives, but then there is a capital T truth, a truth that is true for everyone. That's what's meant here. It's not our little t truth that makes us free. It's the capital T truth that makes us free. And often those capital T truths are a lot less complicated than the little t truths, right? Because the capital T truths, they don't need a lot of specificity. They're more global truths, right? Something like, we are all deserving of love. That's a universal truth. But our little t truth may be completely different to that. Has anyone ever struggled to love themselves? Right? That didn't change the truth. 
what did we have to do in order to get hold of that ultimate truth? We had to change our own truth. We had to change our mind in order to get to the ultimate bigger truth. And finally, freedom, the way Charles Fillmore defines it, is we can never know the full meaning of freedom until we abide in the Christ consciousness. That goes again back to John's verse, where through me, through my word, through my power of using the word, you will find the truth, meaning through us getting in touch with our Christ self, we find the truth, and that truth sets us free. And he says something other that's really important, which is what I want to do today. Without prayer and spiritual meditation, there can be no concept of spiritual freedom, and therefore, no demonstration of it. Charles was extremely, um, he was really big on demonstrating. He, he was very intellectual, as most of you know. Myrtle was a lot more heartfelt, a lot more like into prayer and practical. Charles was very intellectual. He did all the studies. But he also understood that unless we learn to demonstrate these spiritual principles, not much will happen. And if you look at your lives, you probably all would agree, yeah, that's probably true. I can talk all day long about being good or doing this and doing that, but unless I demonstrate it, nothing will happen. I see some nods. Can I have an amen on that? Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. I want to go back to this triangle from the last couple of weeks. So last two weeks, we learned in order to effectively communicate with God, we need to understand what our needs are, right? Not just our wants, but the deeper needs, like relationship, belonging, food, shelter, deep, deep needs. Not, I want a cookie with chocolate chip in them, okay? That, that is a want, and a want that I love. <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, a carrot still gives me what I need, which is food, right? Probably a lot better would be if I ate more carrots rather than chocolate chip cookies, right? Look at me. I'm a perfect evidence of that. <laughs> so so it's, we need to learn to go from wants to, to understand what our wants are, and understand where, where are truly our needs. And that's what we did the past couple of weeks. We tapped into that. And we got to learn a little bit about what desires are. We kind of can dial up desires or dial them down, depending on how we need. Because it's through desires that we create. Especially last week, when we did a little exercise. And I warn you right now, so you can run out out of the sanctuary. We're going to do another exercise today. <laughs> so, uh, but it's, it's not going to be a big deal, but it's, it's the same idea again. Once we are willing to speak up and put it out into the world, that's when we start creating. We have creative power also just by thinking. Of course, thinking and feeling is important. You see this here in principle three. What we think and feel matters for sure, 
in how much we pay attention to what we feel, think and feel matters also. But here's the third piece that I left out last week. We must claim what we desire. Here's a difference that I want you to understand. There's a huge difference between asking and claiming. Any idea what that difference is? Yes, so I repeat that. So perfectly, perfectly correct. So asking often, you know, sometimes we can ask and still have a lot of belief in it, a lot of faith, and then we're still powerful. But usually when we ask for something, it's almost like, you know, would you mind going out with me tomorrow? <laughs> you know, kind of like, you know, that, that hesitant kind of thing where remember your first date with your latest partner, you know, you're just, you're asking, but you're just not sure because you're actually preparing and protecting yourself from being hurt, right? Often when we ask, we put this wall up because we don't want to feel rejection. Guess what that wall does to our creative power? It blocks it, right? I'm not saying that it's impossible for creative power to come through that wall. Of course it is. But that's what we often do when we ask and we are hesitant, we're timid about what we're asking, instead of standing, you know, planting our feet and claim it, claim what we desire. That's where the power lies. So today, last week, the instruction was, claim your desires, but I haven't really explained to you the difference between asking and claiming. And today, as we do this exercise, I want you to claim. I want you to claim your freedom. Now, I put freedom in parentheses behind needs because freedom is one of our basic needs that we have in life. And what I want you to do is I want you to think about what it could be at the very foundational level, what kind of freedom do you want? What kind of freedom do you know you have the right to have? What kind of freedom you know has already been given to you just because you're alive? And then think about how you're going to claim that freedom. Because we're doing, again, the exercise, remember? When we pair up and we talk to each other, we're using our throat chakra, the power of the word, and we are starting our creative process. And also shared with you that when, you, when we think of communicating with God, we often think of this undefinable thing or this vastness that we can't put a finger on. But today, I want you to be really be clear that God is looking back at you. The God that is in you is the same God that's going to be in your partner. And whether your partner has managed to bring that God out perfectly over the past their lifetime doesn't really matter. What matters is that when we communicate with each other, we have that 
honor and respect when we claim and when we listen that we're communicating with God through the person that we're pairing up with. Make sense? All right. Principle four, and this is what we're going to do today. We're going to do an exercise, which will be a prayer exercise, and then we're going to move into meditation because that's what Charles clearly states. In order for us to truly get spiritual freedom, we must attain it through, through prayer and meditation so that we can demonstrate it. But we often get caught up what prayer looks like or how prayer is supposed to be done. It's supposed to start a certain way, it's supposed to end a certain way, unity has the five-step prayer process, and if you don't do all the steps, then the prayer is useless, you might tell yourself, not true. Prayer is putting words together with feeling that claim the truth of who and what you are. A prayer can be or as Meister Eckhart used to say, the most powerful prayer that you can ever say in your life is thank you. Right? Is thank you. That's a powerful prayer. Okay? Okay. Let's say this together. I am free and unlimited. Let's remind ourselves of that. And we're now getting into our exercise. So please pair up into A's and B's. <laughs> Find your partner. Are we all good? I think everyone has a partner, right? Okay, good. So here we go. Guess who is starting today? The bees are starting today, exactly. <laughs> no switcheroos now. No switcheroos. Okay, so you got this last week, right? My, my new little toy, so I'm going to bring it until you all get sick and tired of it. And... Uh, <laughs> But here is, here is what I love about this. I use this with my counseling clients often when I teach them about mindfulness. I, I specifically say open-eye mindfulness because you don't have to build a shrine at home and sit in front of it for, with your eyes closed in order to connect with God. You can do this right now. And that's what we're doing. We're preparing ourselves to be God and to talk with God and to listen to God, that's what we're doing. But we need to prepare. So breathe in with me. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. And recognize your senses going inward as you keep breathing. And imagine for a moment that the highest self 
your divinity is showing up right now. It's always been there. It will always be there. And your breath, and your attention, and your care, and your love will allow you to do that. Okay? And now face your partner. I forgot my little gong. For one minute, share with A what freedom you claim. Ooh, that's not nice. That's your starting point. I go get the thingy now. Now I want to do this together. Oop. The A's who have been listening, right? And we do this together. We are now affirming what we heard. One, two, three. You are free and unlimited, and your claim is fulfilled. That's the power of God in A's and B's. And the B's say back, and so it is. Amen. Okay? So, the B's have been claiming as God. The A's have been listening as God. And you're reaffirming back and forth to each other that which has been claimed. Switch. Hold on, hold on. See, this is what we do. You can't just, you can't just stop, yeah, pa, 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 right? No, 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 no. And I mean, it doesn't have to be long, right? But we need just for a moment attention, just breathe into your divine self. Settle, there's no rush. Connect with God in whatever way you choose. Okay, and claim your God self. Okay, hold on. Now.
hard to stop, isn't it? Once God starts, starts talking to you, it's hard to stop listening, doesn't it? Okay. So reversed together. You are free and unlimited, and your claim is fulfilled. The response, and so it is. Amen. All right. Reflection. Just a couple of people. Thanks for playing. Who would like to share? What happened in those past couple of minutes for you? Who would like to share? No, you don't have to stay in. No, no. What I experienced in those few minutes was my ability to accept and affirm what it is that I claim. I, I see the belief in it and I see the work. And I also learned that the person who was my partner, we have a connection in that claim. So it amazes me how the connection of who we are in God it, it just goes around. It, it, it's, it, there's nothing separate. Wonderful. Thank you. As soon as we start focusing on needs, you will find we have a lot more in common. We all do, right? The need of freedom is so instilled not only in Texans, but in everyone around the world, right? So that's why we have these commonalities and by affirming to each other the needs that we have regarding freedom, we're allowing the creative power to take place. That's what you did today. You created. And it will keep creating because you were willing to participate in your own creation. Because we need to participate in our own creation. We need to walk the talk. Okay. Anyone else? Jennifer. We all have many needs, and I chose a need that was forward in my mind today, but when my partner shared their need, I recognized everything in her need was already in me, too, mm -hmm. and her sharing was an incredible blessing to me where I just felt, you know, gratifying and validated and, <clears throat> and recognizing that we are completely connected no matter what need we may be looking at at mm -hmm. any time. Yeah, beautiful. One more. When you were discussing needs and wants, it just occurred to me that um, repeating I want, I want, I want, is just an affirmation that I don't have. And I'm not going to get it as long as I'm wanting, wanting, wanting. Yeah, that's a, yeah. The words that we speak matter, right? Sometimes, you know, it's semantics. And it's more about the power that's behind the word than the word itself. But it helps in the beginning when we start our spiritual journey to kind of like follow some of those basic instructions. You know, some simple instructions that we learn from scripture. You know, they're instructive. 
scriptures are. They tell us what to do in order to be more divine. And that's not only Christianity. It's also Judaism. It's also Islam. It's also Hinduism. It's also Buddhism. Regardless of religion, regardless of scripture, we can find truth in all of them. And that's important to remember. So, needs, wants, desires. I'll probably bring it up once more, but um, we'll see what happens the next couple of Sundays. So. But remember, you know, what we think and feel matters, that we claim what we speak, that we claim our desires, that we deserve to claim the desires. Who sometimes thinks they don't deserve what we want, right? But we do. See, we do deserve everything. And we just need to remember. So one last time before we move into our meditation. And now I want to hear with zeal and enthusiasm together. I am free and unlimited. Thank you. So now that we have done the prayer, we have claimed our desires, our freedoms. We now settle into our meditation together. Once more, we recognize that God is within all of us. The divine nature, the universe, however we refer to that infinite potential is within all of us. No one is excluded. Everyone is deserving. And through the power of the group, the power of being together and turn our senses toward that God, that higher self, we can help each other to open up even more. No matter how dark our life may look like sometimes, we are the light that we seek to be. And so together in meditation, in prayer, in mindfulness, we can claim that light for us and for our loved ones. Remember that every breath is a gift. Every breath that we take allows us to refocus, remember who and what we truly are. And every exhale is an opportunity to let go of more and more things that no longer serve us. We breathe in the divine. We exhale what stands in the way. We breathe in truth and we exhale falsehood. We breathe in harmony righteousness, 
and exhale chaos. I am free and unlimited. Say this to yourself, I am free and unlimited. I am God, I am with God, I am as God, I am for God. Whatever feels comfortable, however you relate to that higher self that is yours to choose. I am that I am, I am free and unlimited. So allow yourself to settle. Settle into that new way of being, a way of recognizing that the truths, the wisdoms that have been shared for thousands of years have always been there for us to recognize and remember the truth of who and what we are. Allow your thoughts and feelings to come into alignment. Allow the thoughts that are challenging to be there and yet you refocus on those thoughts and feelings that are affirming. Allow the Christ to speak with you, to speak from you. Allow God to speak with you and to speak from you. Every word matters. Every feeling matters. Together we create this wonderful world in which we exist right now. Together we create love and kindness. So again, breathe in and allow your heart to expand to such a degree that all you can feel is a sense of gratitude, the most powerful prayer you can ever say, thank you, say that to yourself, thank you, thank you into your heart, into your entire being, thank you into your mind, thank you. Allow the gratitude to sit and be with you. Recognize the things for which you're grateful and allow those things to come forward and recognize them and tell them how grateful you are. Tell each other how grateful you are to be in their lives, in your lives. that, claim your existence, your truth, your love, and your freedom. And so it is. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. You just heard this week's message and meditation. For the live streams and more information, go to unityfortworth.org.